0: all, all right. right
1: are we are we live
0: we are Well, so uh, continue where you left off Andy like tell me what are you listening to the other time
1: okay so there's this video um between uh, Ben Shapiro you know renowned uh, Jew boy conservative right mm-hmm. um and Neil deGrasse Tyson I think that's his name right
0: yeah the like Astro physicist. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 the the black guy, scientist guy. Yeah, um, so they they were having a conversation uh, about political topics and science and how they relate to one another, and I just found the whole thing fascinating because very rarely, I mean, all the t- time you find politicians will uh, try to like you know uh, measure their dicks larger than the other politicians dick by like citing studies or citing renowned politicians and their and their work and their findings right like basically using uh uh, scientists and their and their work as like a, a means of making their political argument uh you know their their dicks just massive right yep Uh, But very rarely do I find these politicians that do this, or these political people, actually sit down and speak to these scientists, right? I assume because scientists don't really give a fuck about politics because they're too busy, like, uh, you know, sciencing, right? Right. Um, So it was interesting to see these two uh, like, people from two different sort of worlds, one from a political one, one from a, a scientific world sit down and have a conversation about science and politics and how they relate to each other. And, and I I thought, I thought it was just really interesting because um, so Ben Shapiro uh, started talking about trannies, right. Mm -hmm. And started talking about like, Oh, there's, you know, people on the left are saying that trannies are, you know, women when they're not or blah, blah, blah. Right. Just like just started going through this like rhetoric that you hear all the time between political opponents. Right. I feel like he was like, you know like all these talking spewing all these talking points and just like sort of unloading the usual shit right right uh and i feel like he was expecting neil to sort of unload either shit that agrees with him or shit that opposes him right like a very dichotomous sort of political uh, interaction right yeah uh but what surprised me was neil was he approached it from like a uh, well, like a scientist, he was just like, uh, "Yeah, if people want to study trans to figure out if they're like if the origins are biological or whatever, psychological." Okay, but uh, my question to you is, Ben, why do you care? Like, what's the yeah. what's the reason for uh, for like giving a shit about what science is like uh, finding about this group of people? Like, what's your what's your motivation here? And <laughs> And I just love that because nobody ever fucking says that everyone's always so hung up on trying to, uh, you know, be the more intelligent, or the more smart person in the com- or in the debate or the conversation that no one's ever just like, like, hey, bro, uh, you know, just getting real here. Why do you give a shit? Like, what's 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 in it for you here? You know, yeah, just being super uh, just like um, apolitical about it. Right. Uh, and then Ben's response was, Why does my motivation matter? Um, and I just think that's hilarious because I feel like the only people who say, Why is my motivation matter? are the people whose motivations, if they were known, would uh result in that person being uh shunned by society, basically, right? Yeah, like <laughs> it's like asking someone who's against affirmative action and I'm not for or against it. I'm just saying like in this hypothetical scenario, let's say someone's like an avid opponent of affirmative action. Yeah. And someone is just like, Hey bro, like, you know, all, all talking points aside, what's, what's your motivation here? What's the, you know, what's in here for you? If they just said, well, I just fucking hate black people. (laughs) Uh, and I just don't want them to succeed or do well. And, and, you know, I, I just, as a group, I just despise them. Uh, and that motivates me to want to oppose things that benefit them if anyone ever said something like that uh, they would never be viable politically in any right. uh, you know in any kind of capacity because uh, um, americans are not so into the whole like blatant uh, ri- like hatred thing anymore yeah um, would it would have been great like you know 50 or 100 years ago everyone would be like yeah fuck you know uh, i hate them niggers too you know but nobody's (laughs) like chanting that anymore so now so now everybody has to like pretend that you know they're they have to either pretend their motivations are like just like innocent or they have to use dog um, whistles yeah pretty much yeah yeah like signal like like not say the motivation but just like you know like like say that the motivation doesn't matter and they're you know they're just uh they're just they just want to talk about the issues right like not right cuz they don't want to be revealed as like a piece of shit basically right yep. uh and so i just that's why i thought it was so funny that ben Shapiro's response was why does my motivation matter and he <laughs> never did give his motivation because he he can't because he can't because his motivation is basically uh i think trans people are fucking gross and i don't want anyone to be that way so i'm not going to support any kind of legislation or any kind of societal change that benefits those fucking depraved subhuman yeah, you know, that, that, that depraved subhuman trash right like you can't just yeah. you can't say that
0: well i think his motivation, uh, i
1: wish you would because i feel
0: what's up i i think his motivation is a little bit more um well i i mean that's obviously like a part of it i think as well like what, what you're mentioning but i think that there is a like he is fitting to a population that like has that underlying like fear or uh like grossness against trannies and he he does that because it's the conservative like talking point and he he wants to build and like reach out to his base and you know like get the affirmation from from that part of the of the right like i think it's a little because like it's only like what what percentage of people are trannies like below one percent man like it's such a non-issue that so many people like like Trump up and like spend like hours debating. Like, dude, come on. Like, like it's such a small issue in the grand scheme of fucking things, man. Come on. And like, I, I think that he is partly bringing that up just to, to you know, like rally his his conservative uh, fan base.
1: oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's. uh that's why he's involved, in, and <clears throat> that's why he's a, like I say, he's a political person because he has to say certain things. Project a certain persona in order for his political fan base to continue to like him right um which is why he can't be honest or genuine about his motivation or anything like that because if he was uh people who like him would have to you know wonder whether or not they also have that motivation right They, they have to like be open about that and i don't think they would want to um but something that he went on to say neil i mean uh He said something like, he was like, you know, I I think that um, he gave a great example of something that I really liked. He he said something like, uh, yeah, I got a magazine or I got a call from a magazine, a gay magazine, right? Like these these gay people Mm -hmm. uh, wanted to talk to me about um, whether or not I think being gay is uh, biological or psychological, uh you know because he's a big science man so they wanted to know a big science man was big science knowledge or whatever right mm-hmm. uh, and his response to the call was uh they, the person he was talking to on the call he said uh why should i care what what the origins are right and, and i thought that was really uh profound because <clears throat> um politicians attempt to use science as a like a bludgeoning instrument to, uh, I think, in my opinion, limit people's civil liberties, right? So uh, let's say, you know, like science finds that, uh, oh, uh, being gay is a purely psychological thing, right? It's like, great. And that's, that's what the scientists are interested in, right? Just finding the truth, right? But politicians are interested in taking that those findings and then going, you know, and then like, legislating based on those findings, doing doing things like, uh, you know, legislating like, oh, if being gay is a truly purely, purely psychological thing, then it should be legal for people to uh, be reeducated or realigned and some other, you know, so that they're not so uh, so they can be psychologically uh, uh, corrected, right, or something mm-hmm. something like that, right? Like if you look through history, uh, if you look through history, science has been used as a as a tool to subjugate people, like the whole uh, what was that skull thing. The skull shape
0: thing? Oh, where they measured like the size of, of the skulls of different races? Is that what you're referring to? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like if you look at the history, like I think this goes all the way back to like the 1900s of like, eugenics. Like like that was a very like pseudoscience that was used to rationalize um, going after the Jews and like uh, rationalize like forced sterilizations mm-hmm. in the U.S., and like discrimination, so I think like there is a long-standing of the history of people picking and choosing um aspects of science or like manipulating science in, in order to you know put forward their their agenda
1: right yeah politicians will use science to further their political agenda and I think that's um pretty gay uh, I think that's <laughs> like i think i think that scientists should be allowed to discover or pursue whatever they want but i but i also think that politics neil actually said this right i agree with him he said yeah scientists should be able to uh, pursue whatever area of study they wish but i think politicians should be limited in their capacity to legislate um based on those findings right that way you avoid politicians uh using science as a means of control over other people right Mm -hmm. um which i think is great but i I think that and but ben didn't like this ben Ben didn't like this at all uh because this is what he does he's a political person and i'm not saying people on the left don't do this i mean there's pieces of shit over there too but what what i'm saying is that he is the kind of person that doesn't really care about science for its own sake He doesn't care about like the truth or like you know fucking discovery or whatever He's only interested in how he can use scientific findings to further his political agenda and I just think that's so uh I just think it's disgusting um and I'm just so happy that someone finally uh exposed polit- like political people for what they are just these craven uh <laughs> power hungry little fucking creatures That want to use any you know any means necessary to achieve their their uh, their goals, right? Because as far as I know, it's never really been done. I've never seen a scientist like talk to a politician and say, "No, actually, you're just um, people just use science as a as a means of political control." And I I just I don't know. Have you ever uh,
0: heard of this happening? No, not really. Um, I I think like frankly like politicians need a little bit more, um, or people in general like we need to uh have a better level of science competency like politicians should be able to like you know like take a fucking past high school biology or like fundamental biology of some like to some degree you know like the world is becoming even more complex and, and like interconnected like like the past like 2020 like everyone kind of got a uh well most people got a lesson in biology and biology in the past like year and a half of, of coven like it it just co- co- goes goes to show like how important it is to have a fundamental knowledge of of science in general and these and like as we continue to go further in the future like as things become more complex like like people need you know like a fundamental level of understanding of these things and like politicians are going to be weighing in on like regulating these sorts of things without ever having like uh any knowledge of it like i'm sure you've seen like videos on youtube of like the politicians talking to like facebook um uh like mark zuckerberg or like other social media companies and they're like asking like very stupid questions and it just like (laughs) these are the people that are fucking regulating it like you can barely like they barely know anything they have barely even used these platforms yet they're they're the ones with the fucking power to control it it's fucking bizarre
1: yeah uh what questions were they asking mark little marky mark this,
0: well, uh, I, I mean I, I don't remember off the top of my head but it was like it was i don't know like <laughs> they were not addressing the major issues that facebook has and they're just like like asking stupid questions where like like i don't know how do you what does this green thing do like you know like not uh thinking about the moral implications it was obvious they were asking like how the technology works not the moral implications
1: oh okay did they ever get around the moral implications or do they spend all their time talking to mark zuckerberg about how facebook works
0: well frankly i didn't watch the full like um like uh I don't know, the meeting or whatever the i i, I only watched snippets um so i i can't give a full statement of what what happened but um, at least for part of it, they they. I can yeah.
1: see. Yeah. What was that? Oh, I was just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that you only you only looked at snippets because I think I think similar to myself, uh, uh, you just probably don't give enough of a shit to like actually like watch the whole thing. Dude, <laughs> <You're> definitely not.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna watch like an hour and half thing on C-SPAN, you know, mean, like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and there's so much good entertainment in the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah, dude. Like oh, goddamn. Also uh, a recent thing that I, in a similar vein that, that happened is uh they recently removed the the limits uh for studying like human uh like embryos, like there was a certain like cell limit, like you couldn't grow human embryos in in a dish to uh like past 14 days but they kind of removed well they didn't remove it fully they're they're allowing certain uh studies beyond the 14 day uh like previous limit
1: uh oh i'm guessing the the restrictions were put in place because people thought after a couple weeks the cells become people
0: well yeah i mean they don't want there there's the entire gray area of like when the fuck is an embryo um, like conscious so they, they set the the 14 day limit where you can't grow it longer than 14 days um, just to you know like to ensure there wasn't any sort of gray area going on but they're, uh, they're laying What do it- you
1: think of that John?
0: I think we should allow that like I, I agree with them taking off the removal because the um there is we understand a lot about like like fucking mouse development and stuff of that sort like other animals but like it's never going to transfer completely to to humans and i i full-heartedly like am behind like people manipulating human embryos and, and dishes to be able to understand pregnancy and development a lot more like i think that that just opens up a lot of understanding of how to um like ensure better pregnancies ensure, like understand like how we develop and like what are some factors that uh impact human development and i think it also opens up opportunities to to like uh for like genetic engineering and stuff of that sort
1: Yeah, dude. I think, uh, like, the whole question of whether an embryo is a person or at what point they become a person, I think that I don't really think that that should matter. You know, like, whether, like, take abortion, for example. Like, a lot of people are against abortion because they consider it murder, because they're like, oh, you're killing a human being that's just like at the very, very beginning stages of their life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the pro life people go about it all wrong, in my opinion. They say, no, this isn't a person, this isn't murder, this is, these are just cells. Um, So, you know, the mom should be able to, uh, the prospective mother, the pregnant woman should be able to have the abortion if she wants. because she's got bodily autonomy and blah, 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 blah. I don't don't think that's the right angle. I think the angle should be, yeah, it's a person, it's a human at a very early part of their development in, in their cellular development, but that doesn't matter. We're going to kill him and uh, for the convenience of the fucking person that's gonna ha- about to have them. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> see the point in beating around that bush. Like, I, think, I think what people want is they want to be able to have it all. They want to be able to consider themselves righteous, good people, but also people that do things that are convenient for them uh especially at even if it's at the cost of another life or another per, like like take fucking meat for example like you can cut you can slice it any way you want metaphorically and literally uh the (laughs) fact about eating meat is you're going you're this fucking amalgam of cells that requires fuel that you cannot generate from the sun or from like within yourself because you're not a fucking star undergoing nuclear fission or whatever the fuck it's called yeah so you have to go out and eat things and put it in your body to fuel yourself i mean if you think about it it's pretty morbid and fucked up that we do that uh (laughs) but you do it because if you don't do it you're gonna die right so uh (laughs) there's nothing like you you cannot in my opinion okay like people who eat meat try to like like defend against the self-righteous fucking uh, um what do they call vegetarians and vegans of the world but yeah. I don't, they're trying to say like oh there's nothing wrong with no, just just say like yeah i'm fucking eating things that are alive because i i want to live and uh i like the taste also uh you know like it, it's it's i'm a fucking biological machine that consumes things to live like that's my fucking reality yeah. uh and <laughs> and like uh, because of my biology i'm capable of metabolizing both plants and animal matter so i do that you know like that's not they don't have to like uh beat around this bush and say that it's like not immoral to do that go ahead say it's immoral who gives a shit like what's the what's the what's the problem yeah, yeah say, it's the same with abortion like yeah say say you're fucking this kid this person is about to become a person their there's cells are in your body uh yeah go ahead say that it's murder who cares I think i think the problem with that is jail time right people people there are people who think that you, people should be in prison for uh killing a uh fucking uh developing fetus right mm-hmm. and that's another thing that i've got an issue with it's like bro um let's <laughs> It's, uh, it's, it's not like, it's a, it's, a, it's a human being. No one's denying that it's a human being. Uh, but I feel, like, I feel like it's just a little bit ridiculous to not acknowledge the, our biological reality, right? Like we're human beings. The female part of our species can do this thing called pregnancy where they create and like produce people. And we have the intellect and the technology and the, and the ability to interfere with that process uh, because it's convenient to us, and I, I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with just uh, plainly just stating that rea- that fact, you know. It, yeah. Um, it's 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 like, what's the alternative? Uh, you just have a kid that you don't want, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you were forced to have it, you know. And that, there's another thing also. There's this p- people think there's like this sanctity to life. I don't think there is. Yeah. right like like babies like like if someone fucking uh doesn't want to have their baby and they're pregnant with their kids they just like shit it into a dumpster you know like okay sure like <laughs> <laughs> like why does that why does that matter why like as long as nobody is coming to your house and reaching into your wife's pussy and like ripping their baby out of them and throwing it in the dumpster i don't think anyone should care that people are getting abortions right yeah um 'Cause I mean at the, at the end of the day, it's about, you know, like what what affects your life personally? You know, like are people dropping their kids into the fucking Grand Canyon gonna fucking affect you? I, I don't think so.
0: <laughs>
1: so what's what's the logic there, you think?
0: Yeah. Frank, like frankly, like millions of things like die every day, you know, like life is not a sacred thing, like life fucking is a wheeling wheeling thing, man, and like one what's one more life, you know. But you you want to hear my hot take on it? Um I think you I want
1: to hear all your hot takes, John.
0: <laughs> I, I think we should be able to abort children up to two years of age. <laughs> um,
1: well dude. <laughs> no continue, continue.
0: So like think about it. like a kid cannot like see clearly until like they're one year old. Like they're fucking blind for the first few months of their life. They don't have any like sort of personality they're not like a human they're not like contributing anything like they're not until like they're two years old they have like an actual personality like they can actually like you know have some sort they're of they're an external thought. fetus yeah pretty much man like you know like they're not really like per se like you know like alive like not <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know see okay to me it's pretty simple <laughs> if these people give a shit about these these kids so much then just go fucking adopt them you know like you just if someone doesn't want their kid and they've already produced them right they should just be able to leave them somewhere and be like i don't want this uh so i'm just gonna leave it here and uh if somebody wants it you know they can come and get it you know like like a fucking uh you know like like a like when you get a burger and then you change your mind about it right or like um <laughs> or like, uh, you're move, moving out of your apartment and you don't want you don't want to bring your couch with you so you just leave it on the curb <laughs> <laughs> and you just post on fuck you just post on Facebook uh, like hey you know typing your thumbs right, that, right. hey uh, you know I don't want this free you know whoever wants it can come come and get it like we already have the infrastructure it's possible you could do the same thing with kids
0: to to play like devil's advocate for a moment like the, the argument would be like, oh, you're like what about the like potential Einstein that you're aborting? Like what about them? What about their opportunity, Andy?
1: Yeah, see the what I say to that, what I say to infinite possibility is who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, like it's <laughs> like do you have any idea the number of opportunities that humanity has missed out has missed out on that we have no idea about? You know, like all the different permutations. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure if I'm using that right. All the, no, you're right. The, all the different uh, fucking iterations of, of reality that could have uh, transpired, right? And we don't know any of them except for the one that actually happened. And even that one, we don't, don't know most of because we don't know everything that's happened in the world. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so to care about like what's possible or what you could possibly to have FOMO about, like you know uh fucking parallel realities it's just it's ridiculous because we we're we're just too uh limited in our capacity to know any of that shit you know like like okay let's say hypothetically we were these omniscient beings and we knew every iteration of reality uh how things would play out how, how every iteration of reality would play out based on our decisions right Mm -hmm. and uh and you got this kid that you don't want and you know based on your fucking omniscience that this kid if you didn't abandon him and like didn't like throw him into a volcano right um he would grow up to fucking revolutionize humanity or whatever right if you knew that then and you still just fucking left him on curb, Then there's there's a conversation to be had there about morality, right? <laughs> about like right. you know, like uh, about like your personal convenience versus like what benefits the world, right? Um, but without that knowledge, it's all just speculation, and speculation is uh, pointless, you know. It's it's um, uh, it's, it's like uh, what, what am I trying to say? Um, in my opinion, a lot of the time, morality is dependent upon whether or not you know the implications of what you're doing, right? Right. Like, that's why we give kids such a thick pass on their shitty behavior, right? Like, when someone, when some kid throws something at someone, and then that someone gets up furious and, like, goes over to, like, punch a hole through this kid's face, uh, the parents always say something like, he's just a kid, right? Right. Yeah. And, and what does that mean? He's just a kid. That, the implication there is this underdeveloped child doesn't understand the ramifications of his actions. Therefore, his action is not immoral when it would have been considered immoral if he had known the ramifications of those actions. Right. So his ignorance... His incapacity is, is a is that a word? Incapacity is is yeah. the his inability to to understand the repercussions of his actions is what gives him the pass on his immoral action, right? So I think that applies to everyone. I think that so it applies to you know like if you're leaving the Einstein on the curb or whatever. If you don't know that he's that, right, then it's fine because you know because you can't be held responsible for things that you don't uh, under that you don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a good way of putting it. I agree with that. You know, you know like the um like as a kid, like I Wait, one second. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah, sure. All right, sorry. We'll, we'll cut that out. <laughs> yeah. what, did you, what did you have to go do? No, I had to, I had to clean something.
1: Oh, what what's that? Is it your cat's shit?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> yeah, but... We're absolutely leaving this in. Because <laughs> it makes it real, John. It, gr- it grounds... It grounds our conversation in reality we're not just two people talking in a vacuum we're we're, we're real we're real people with lives and casts that shit.
0: i mean very true very true it adds a degree of uh of groundedness to it you know
1: absolutely absolutely
0: yeah but the uh um like what you're saying before I feel like it uh the the way to because like as a kid like I, I would feel like guilty about like jerking off because like, I, would, I would think about like the potential like children that were like in that road you know but, but the way oh, dude, ra-
1: yeah, you've just you, you genocided millions of people every time you do
0: that, yeah. No, but the way it rationalizes every load of back then was just a shit ton of serial killers, dude. Every load just loads of serial killers.
1: <laughs> Literal <laughs> loads of serial killers.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. So you know in a I way mean, no, I, I was I saving like- humanity. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I buy it. I mean, if anyone is gonna have kids that grow up to be serial killers, of all the people that I know, it's definitely you. Me like, I, I don't know what happened <laughs> in your life to me. What's up?
0: Yeah, probably me or, or Jacob. I, I asked Jacob less so.
1: It, well, yeah, yeah, Jacob's like, a, he's not like, uh, he's definitely unhinged, but he's just a giant pussy also. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas i feel like you know like whereas i feel like your kids would be both sadistic and would have the will to act on it like i, I don't know <laughs> what happened to you in your life that uh that like that resulted in you becoming like a well like a well-rounded chill person because i feel like it's i feel like it's pretty it would have been pretty easy if you had lived your life just slightly differently you to have been like any number of <laughs> any number, like to have committed any number of, of atrocities, I feel like, like school shooter, uh, for sure. Um, either high school or college, take your pick, or both, maybe if you like, you know, get away and fake your death or something. Yeah. Uh, just like good old fashioned serial killer for sure. Uh, just you, you, the, the, the picture of your driver's license speaks volumes, I think, about it does, the, man. Uh, the potential uh lives that you could have lived.
2: It, it was the drugs, and, and and
1: it and it speaks volumes about the kind of kids you're gonna have.
0: <laughs> the drugs. <laughs> do, do you know that's what, what my, saved us? Yeah, that's what that's what stopped it all from happening. You know what my my brother said to me at one, one time. He said that his uh, what's up? He said he was that we were born, and he specifically was born in, in the wrong era. and Like he, the true like era where he wished he was born was as a Nazi in in World War II where he could just be messed up like with coke and meth and just having a machine gun and gunning people down like that is my blood like that's that is where he (laughs) said he would feel the most at home
1: (laughs) and you know i feel like he's not just saying that to be i've never met him but i feel like i feel like just based on what i know about you and him I feel like he did not say that just to be like, ooh, cool and edgy. Like I feel like he really is lamenting, like missing out on like really having some <laughs> Holocaust FOMO, you know?
2: Dude, definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, you
1: know, like he has a girlfriend and he's and he, and his girlfriend noticed. I'm sure he has one, right? And, yeah. and his girlfriend asks him, you know, like, oh, hey, John's brother, whose name I forgot. You're uh you're looking kind of down right now. What's what's the matter? Right. And he's he may manufactures some bullshit to tell her right because he probably doesn't want his girlfriend to know he's a fucking psychopath so but but what's but what's really bothering him what's really eating him is the is the the holocaust FOMO
0: yeah bro being hyped up on testosterone cocaine and, and meth and just shooting machine guns at people what a life
1: Yeah, whereas I feel like I was born uh, just a little, just a tad too early. I'm glad that I missed all the slavery segregation stuff. That's (laughs) great. Um, But I feel like just like a few decades, like 2050 would have been better, right? Because I feel like we're like, you're going to be the old man scientist that probably comes up with like some way to prolong human life, right? Mm -hmm. And I'd rather take advantage of that uh, 70 years from now, having been born born 50 years from now rather than having been born uh you know like 90 years prior or whatever the fuck it would be right however yeah shakes out
0: dude 100 years time like if humans are still around like we will be fucking in this like we will not be able to to, like it'll be completely different than what we are today like it's we're just seeing the beginnings of it like there was a biotech company that was started up recently where
1: (laughs) the trannies are only the beginning
0: <laughs> they really are man <laughs> imagine people with three dicks and, and two <laughs> yeah oh,
1: dude yeah people are going to be making custom bodies gonna have tits with dicks coming out of them it's gonna be crazy
0: yeah bro what would your uh ideal like body plan be or if you if you were make remake humans like what would your body plan be
1: uh well white for sure for starters <laughs> Um, I don't know because I because <laughs> I don't know how uh, you know I don't know how like still like fixated on race people are going to be in the future, but you know j- just in case they're still hung up on that uh, white for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more more than that, like getting into more transhuman stuff, uh, I think I just go I go full full uh, I go full full robot dude. Yeah, I would just replace everything uh including like parts of my right with uh some kind of like badass like nano machinery or whatever right um some like self-assembling you know like fucking like I, what i'm saying i want to be dr manhattan john that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever watch Watchmen?
0: oh i do definitely yeah
1: yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much that. Pretty, pretty much is that's where I'm at.
0: Yeah, I, I would, I agree with that statement. I'd also want, like, you know, like, like octopus, uh, like suckers, but like retractable. You know, like, so if I wanted to, like. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> do i want to like, oh no i
1: hear you out i mean you're weird as fuck for saying that but i, I I'm, i'll i'll give you a chance to <laughs> i'll give you a chance to defend yourself go go ahead why, why do you want suction cup or retractable <laughs> suction cups i gotta hear that and what, and what part of your body are they gonna be on
0: like everywhere all, everywhere bro you gotta be ready for anything
1: gotta be ready for anything you never know and you might need section suction cups to pop out from like that space behind your knee, you know? Like the, <laughs> the like the the uh like the you know what I'm talking about? Like the, like there's your knee and then like if you wrap around there's that that is that part that bends, right?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Like I don't know man, like I sometimes you need to climb up shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I want like multiple limbs like a little bit more limbs you know like ones that like, grow back at least too
1: oh yeah regeneration for sure yeah if I can't have the Dr. Manhattan like trends trend, like if I can't like do the whole like walk on the surface of the sun thing uh, settle for and like if I can't do the whole like, uh, like assemble and reassemble at the molecular level or whatever mm-hmm. and like teleport across the universe and shit if I can't do that I will settle for like uh, you know like really badass organic like you know regeneration just basically taking all the fucking all the cool shit from animals and just like moving it moving it into, into myself although i'm not sure if that's possible i know i know that, i forgot the names i was like was it somatic uh, engineering and uh, the other one like there's the genetic engineering um changing future generations of a species and then there's the one changing an individual already alive right
0: yeah germline and somatic
1: right right yeah so yeah yeah. I'll, I'll be honest I don't give a fuck about germline genetic engineering at all <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I care about science as far as it can benefit me personally
0: I agree with that the thing about germline is like you we there's more potential there obviously because you have um simplicity at the very beginning like you have something that you can manipulate into whatever you want to like you can very easily like make a third limb you can like do things with that sort of where you with doing that with a human ready developed is like practically impossible um and like while i was saying beforehand that um there's a company that like is now doing ivf where they can choose the, the genes in the baby to have like a lower risk of alzheimer's or different diseases like that is something that's really commercialized and happening and it's just the beginning of a fucking um the of a commercialized of of partly of a speciation event where the rich people (laughs) will be able to fucking choose their their traits and and babies and uh as well as the evolution the um exponential evolution of humans into something that is not uh homo sapiens anymore
1: (laughs) oh yeah dude all the rich people are gonna have fucking suction cups on the bottle for sure
0: yeah,
2: dude. <laughs> like, I'm not... <laughs>
0: well, like, j- Joking aside, like, I-, I definitely would take the robotic um, advancements over the uh, biological. I-, I feel like there's, uh, like, there- there's more we can do robotically. At least at the moment, like the, I feel like transferring consciousness would be a lot easier, like, as a robotic being instead of biological
1: uh yeah i mean organic systems and this is someone who knows nothing about organics and and robotics but i don't know i feel like, like organic systems are far more fragile you know like if you stab someone in their heart right or even not, not even in their heart and like they're like long or something right or even in like fucking their leg right mm-hmm. uh there's a good chance that the whole the whole organic system is going to come undone and you're just gonna die right like just from like bleeding out or whatever right like in right. right whereas i feel like um synthetic life is uh, it's just not it's just not susceptible to like a lot of the uh things that you, you and i have to worry about like um you know like your fucking car is never gonna catch a cold you know what i mean
0: right yeah dude
1: and uh like your relationship with death changes too i think right because um i feel like like when you turn your phone off um technically it's dead right like when you say your phone died mm-hmm. it, it's like it's dead in that it's now an inanimate object and is no longer uh like uh, it no longer has active processes right right um but when a phone dies, you just supply it with whatever it needs, you turn it back on, and then it just works, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas you, you and me, organic life, when we die, when our, when our processes cease, even if you, you know, even if like a doctor were to like fix up all your wounds or whatever, whatever the fuck happened to you, and your body is anatomically uh, sound in its like structural integrity or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you could be exactly as you were when you were alive, when you're dead, structurally, but you'd still be dead. Like there's no, uh, <laughs> there's no, uh, death is, is a, it just seems more, uh, um, uh, it seems more difficult to restart organic processes than inorganic processes. Does that make, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, dude, definitely. I mean, like you just rebuild it or like take the, the hard drive and plug into something different, like it's your brand new or like recharge the battery.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. No, I, for one, uh, I embrace our robotic overlords.
1: Oh, dude. Yeah, for sure. Um, first thing uh, I'm going to do. Dude, when we get the ai president or whatever i'm gonna be like hey bro hook it up hook me up with some consciousness transference my guy
0: yeah dude i would definitely do that in the moment I would, I would definitely like trade like if my if there was a like a deal to uh trade your arm for a robotic arm but like you had to cut off your arm to get to do it i would definitely do it
1: what do you mean like the scientist is like a like a fucked up hedonist or something something and he's like or sorry not even a say uh, and he's like hey i got this thing but you gotta cut your arm off is that, is that what you're saying
0: no, no no like if it was like hey if you if it was something commercial like commercialized directly to people who like lost a limb you know but it was like a very cool fucking arm where it had like like i don't know like gadgets and shit on like flashlights and like lasers and like tools on it like and they, they gave it to free for, for people who like were never born with a limb, I would definitely cut off my left hand to do it.
1: Mm. Um, yeah. See, the thing with that, I think, with replacing organic uh, parts with, with synthetic parts is permanence, right? Like, I want to make, because my hand is going to uh, uh, last me my whole life, right? Like, I never have to worry about my hand like expiring or breaking down, and like having to call a manufacturer about my hand, you know. What I mean, mm-hmm. uh, like I can, I can like crush and injure my hand, right? Um, but assuming the damage isn't like horrible, it's still gonna like function and everything like that, right? And because it's uh, what I started with, like what my organic system is familiar with, I can like do precise tactile movements and things like that, so. I'd only replace something if it had permanence, right? Like if it would last for like at least longer than my hand would have, like, you know, hundred years or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I never want to have to fucking do maintenance on my fucking hand. Right. Um, and also it would have to be, it would have to be like indestructible also, because if it's not, like if it can't take physical trauma that my hand could have taken, you know, like if like, if I smash my hand in a car door and it fucking pops off and like breaks in half or something, that's not going to fly. So it's got to be it's got to be permanent. It's got to be durable, and it's also got to be functional. So I, I want to be able to do any and all like tactile movements that I could have done with my hands just as effectively, uh, without any kind of like you know mobility loss of mobility or whatever, right? Um, gotta it's gotta have all that, right? Right. So provided it has all that, yeah, I I, I also would absolutely make that change.
0: Yeah, I I mean I definitely agree as well. I, I think the um, the instance where it's more like useful is like organ replacement. like there there's like at the moment we have like pretty good like artificial hearts, for instance. like I, I think there is a, a recent like one of the first like human tr- implants of an artificial heart. Um, in the US recently, like like your normal heart, like heart disease is a leading killer in the world in, in first world countries like your heart is going to fail ultimately at a certain point like replacing it an artificial heart you avoid all the fucking biological problems of heart disease like atherosclerosis like all of this is avoided if you just have an artificial heart that you replace every once in a while like I, like i would definitely do that and you mm-hmm. know like assuming
1: I, it's as reliable right like it's not going to like randomly glitch out and stop working right because you know, your like your laptop screen turns off on you for no reason. You can just call tech support. But if your heart stops working for no reason, you're not calling anyone because you're dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, oh, it would have to be like obviously like a very fucking good um, technology, like like as trustworthy. Yeah, app. no,
1: no Kirkland, no Kirkland fucking <laughs> artificial hearts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: would have to be. Like like I really because I
1: feel like capital. I feel like in a capitalist society. No, dude i feel like in a capitalist society we would have some shit like that like there'd be different there'd be like a range of options mm-hmm. for like artificial hearts and artificial organs and things like that and they would vary in price and and uh, the price would be dependent upon like how reliable the fucking part is right, right. And i just think that it's fucking monstrous right because then you have rich people having all these like flawlessly eternal like parts like and whatnot and then you got poor people who you know have to go to the fucking heart mechanic or whatever once a week to make sure they're not in danger of their their like whole whole like system collapsing or whatever, right? I feel like that's I feel like that's a danger uh, with these uh, with the implementation of these technologies because I feel like I feel like if these things are going to be implemented, they have to be implemented correctly. And in my opinion, the way to implement them correctly is to implement them equally, right? Like, like, let me ask you this. Do you think that if you had a failing heart and they could save you with this flawless heart thing, right? But you couldn't afford it. Do you think that you should die and be like, oh, well, I, I should have had more money? Or do you think that you should be given the heart free of charge?
0: Well, I mean, obviously, I want it free of charge.
1: Right, and do you think that's how things would be implemented like once we, you know, once this, uh, this fucking artificial organ shit gets ramped up and becomes like uh, universally available?
0: No, because the only value of the society has for me is, is the money I provide for other people. So no, they wouldn't give a shit about my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Go and make me money, science boy.
0: Yeah. Pretty much, man. That's the uh, unfortunate truth.
1: Yeah. So I guess um, we'll just have a lot less poor people and like pretty soon because, or no, I think it's that poor people will be short lived while rich people will become like kind of like the meths in uh, Altered Carbon. They'll be like, like rich people will become like these long lived, sort of like eternal figures uh who just like live for centuries on end millennium even and then yeah. poor people who are kind of like you and me like like everyone in the modern day world today would be considered poor in this other reality or in, in this future where the rich are the ones who live forever basically and the poor are the ones who like you and me have to deal with like you know grapple with mortality and things like that because they just can't afford uh you know to live forever
0: yeah, dude, frankly, I like that sort of future, like I feel like, is inevitable with the uh, trajectory of where the um, trajectory of the, the current systems that we have at the moment.
1: Yeah, yep. so I should probably get rich if that's the case, or I'm just going to die. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Definitely. While, all
1: the, while everybody else that has money, <laughs> everyone else that has money is going to go on. You're going to be fine. Like I think you're set. Like your you know your your uh, career is gonna be pretty lucrative, uh, yeah. and you're also like directly involved in, in that kind of shit, so I'm sure they would provide you some stuff free charge, uh, you know, kind of like a, a fast food worker who gets a burger on lunchtime for free, right? <laughs> They're gonna do the same with you with like artificial organs, you know, like oh take it yeah. right home to your wife, right? I heard she, I heard she needs one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I feel like uh, people like me. You know, and worthless nobodies are going to be uh, left to uh, sink into the muck that is human mortality.
0: Yeah, dude, that's probably why I got into this this field to to take advantage of the the freebies and like uh, <laughs> learn all the, the inside
1: artificial heart coupons.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> don't get one free, <laughs>
1: <laughs> employee <laughs> discount on the uh, on the artificial heart
0: yeah but yeah man like i I think that uh like with like longevity like life-extending technology like the we will need a to be able to to adopt that like we will need mass societal like changes like the current systems that we have at the moment with like social security people retiring at like whatever like 65 like all of that is um frankly like very medieval and like we need to find different, better systems. And and frankly, I think that is a limiting step. Like the technology, like I don't doubt, like we will be able to extend life to a good amount. Um, But the adoption and development of new systems on the wide scale is what I think will limit the the, uh, implementation of such technologies.
1: um what change are you talking about
0: um like are you saying like what proposed changes we would have to do
1: yeah yeah i'm curious to know what kind of structural changes you think would need to be done
0: well i mean um the uh there will be fundamental shifts in like family structure uh with like there's gonna be several layers of families like great grandparents and stuff living so i think that's going to change family structure a lot social security like like i said like that's people retiring at 65 if they're healthy at 65 like there will be no reason to have retirement at that point um like if you can fully function like if you have the mind and body of like 30 year old at 70 and 80 like Retirement age and things of that sort have to be extended. Um, healthcare in general will, will shift from um, like at the moment, like the co- a lot of the costs are with like these like cancer therapies and things of, of that sort that like make your your life longer for a month or two. But they'll have to shift a lot of like healthcare in general, of what they focus on and, and the treatments and things of that sort, um, and, and like job structures and things of that sort i think would would need to change like I, I don't think people would want to to work a nine to five for uh like 40 hours a week for you know like 150 years of their life like i think people would fucking give up of that like if it's something not something <laughs> they would enjoy like they would not do that oh for that God. long
1: it's like an old people complain about working the same same job for 40 to 50 years could you imagine someone like like some someone getting like uppity like I've been working this factory floor for two hundred and sixty-three years. But they still look the same. You yeah. Know, I guess. But they, but for some reason, they feel like they should use an old person voice. Also, I feel. Like, also, I feel like what you what you just said was hilarious. Could you? Because okay, so generally speaking, the law is slower than like changes made to the law happens slower. Than changes that happen in society, right? Like the law is very reactive, generally, right. I think. So I think what's going to end up happening is you're right, people are going to be looking like they're 30 uh, when they're like 60, pushing 60 or 70 or 80. Um, but because the law on the books is still, you know, you can retire at 65, <laughs> I guarantee you we're, <laughs> we're going to see the uh, these people who are legally allowed to retire uh when when, uh, at 60 or at 70 80 um when they look 30 and we're gonna have all these we're gonna have a whole generation of fucking people uh who (laughs) were just like all these a whole full generation of retirees who uh or who look like they're 30 years old and are just like traveling the world getting money from the government or whatever for being uh for being like quote-unquote old right yeah Uh, (laughs) And then people are going to realize how ridiculous that is. And they're going to have to like change the law quickly before more young, old people get like a free fucking life, basically.
0: (laughs) Dude, definitely. Like, I I don't think like our generation will get to that point where, like, I I think it will be the age will be changed uh, before we get to that. Our generation gets to that point. Um, Because I think we're already seeing signs of that. And like, I mean, like, the 65-year-olds that I know, um, like, I think they could easily work longer, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, it sounds like what you're saying is you want your dad to get back to work, or is he, is he retired? I don't, I don't know, I don't know anything about your dad, other than his uh, hatred for me, apparently.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think he remembers you at the moment, but he's, I don't know, oh, he's he- like,
1: no no no, i'm joking i I wouldn't flatter myself in thinking that he remembers who i am
0: yeah definitely not um because you're not memorable andy you know you just
1: i'm really not dude
0: you're just another dude um no he's like 55 he's got some time
2: Mm, okay
0: yeah, some
1: time before he can not retire because the age you have moved up could you imagine being that 64 and a half year old about <laughs> to retire and then they changed the law now to retire you have to be like 90
0: no imagine being the 64 year old whose birthday is tomorrow and like quit his job he's like been waiting for this fucking <laughs> moment and then he wakes up the next day we change the retirement age to 90 um, and he's just like unemployed you can't find a job, fucked over. <laughs> it would definitely happen to people.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I think um, that's going to be great.
0: Yep. Well, man, I, I feel like that's a good uh, spot to end. I think we, we touched a, a wide range of fucking topics.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, for sure. We went from... Uh... From politics to philosophy to Terry, the sixty-five-year-old who is not going to not going to retire, because fuck him.
0: Yeah. To uh, abortion and everything in between.
1: Hmm. When you said everything in between, I I uh, thought of women. A woman's insides.
0: (laughs) With that note, thank you, everybody.